from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. gentlemen or good afternoon depending on where you are watching from i am broadcasting live from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and it's over 100 degrees here we very very rarely get over 100 degrees but we are over 100 degrees here today and boy is it a hot one thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for giving me the second hour of your day this is live from america i am your ever so humble God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. And please, in the comment sections on social media, please let me know where you're from. It's a, um, it's, let me know your name and where you're from so I can give you the proper shout-out. Like Cecilia Young, shout-out to you. Uh, Harold Burton says, let's go. Shout-out to you, buddy. Tim and Gina from Wisconsin. We will be in Wisconsin on the 1st of July, it's looking like, right now. We've got people watching from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. All right, good to see you. Cheryl Williams says, hey, y'all, from In God We Trust State of Florida. That's right. I love Florida, and you guys have one of probably the best governor down there. Denise from northern Michigan. It looks like Muskegon, Michigan is where we're going to be. Muskegon, Michigan. And I will give you guys the rundown of that schedule um, probably at the end of this show so that we, you know, it's fresh in our minds. Um, wow, you should... You should just be in Florida. Yeah, I know. I lived in Florida for a little bit. It's not my cup of tea. I like the change of the seasons. I like to have winter and and fall and all that. So, but I do love Florida. Don't get me wrong. We got Kevin from Michigan watching. Good to see you, Kathleen Crosby from Pensacola, Florida. Good to see you as well, Brenda Taylor from Virginia and Mark Robinson. How you doing, man? It's good to see you, Becky from Alabama. Shout out to you for watching the show today. I appreciate it. And please, folks, while I'm doing these shout outs and getting the show ready and doing the introduction and all uh please share the video give it a like which is a rumble here give it a rumble and uh please uh copy the link and share the video if you got cloud hub if you got facebook if you got instagram if you got twitter if you got um whatever else is out there it's 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 good to share it all out uh wherever we can wanda wilson checking in from the great state of tennessee lisa winfrey is watching from the show me state of missouri good to see you um ken majonis is watching from new jersey it's good to see you ken thank you very much for joining in i know it's a lot to just sit down and try to focus on a show that's an hour long um so it, it means a lot to me that you guys are so dedicated we'll give it one more here and let's give it to terry from arizona he says uh uh, he or she, I'm not sure, says it's in the hundreds there, but no humidity. Well, here we got it all. We got humidity. We got the hundreds. We got it all. And folks, do not forget to go to the audit the vote pa.com. Also, would like to thank uh, the following people for donations that I received today. And everybody sends such wonderful letters. I wish I could sit down and just read the letters that people send because some of the stuff that you guys write and say about your lives, about things that you're going through. So inspiring, so heartfelt sometimes, and I wish I could read all of them, but I am going to read you a couple today. But the following people, um, Sandy Duvall, thank you for your donation. I appreciate it very much. And uh, James Wenrick, Anna Smart, thank you both, James and Anna, so very much. I would also like to thank Kim Bertram as well 
for your donation and your kind uh, words. I appreciate it so very much. Um, I also wanted to show you this. This is from Becky Hano. And Becky Hano, um, hold on a minute. I want to, I just want to get it all, this all out here. Hold on. Let me get the two things I want to, I want to read out first. Okay. Becky Hano. I want to, I want you guys to check this out. Here we go. Look at this. Isn't he awesome? Isn't my little new Trump friend awesome? I wish I had a perch right here. So he could just perch right here. And, and, and once in a, every once in a while, when I get out of line, he could be like, You're fired. What's that, Mr. President Trump? You're fired. No, don't fire me. You're fired. <laughs> but she sent me this amazing uh, statue here. And uh, I want to read to you what she wrote. She wrote, I think this Donald Trump statue will go great in your studio. My niece got it for me for Christmas, but I want you to have it. I've been listening to... Don't tell your niece... Don't tell your niece. I've been listening to and watching Live from America since you did the shows from your front porch on your phone. I want to thank you for bringing me back to Jesus and helping others do the same. We are truly in a war with evil. What this country needs more than ever right now are people like you, thank you very much, spreading the good word and helping us know what's really going on. Thank you for giving us the knowledge and the connections that we need to make our voices heard. I hope you can bring freedom, the freedom bus to Cincinnati, Ohio soon. Uh, Becky Hano. Thank you so very much, Becky, for not only the, the Trump statue here, which is going to sit proudly right here next to me every single day, but also for your kind words on, you know, the gospel and, and, you know, the facts that we bring on this show. It's truly incredible. And I just want to thank you so very much. Um, also from, uh, Tammy and Ryan Pryor, uh, they, also sent a donation, but they said, I wanted to say thank you for all that you do. I watch your show twice a day and truly look forward to it. My husband and I believe in what you are doing and feel led to, uh, led, um, and feel led by God to help support the show. Keep up the fight and God bless you and your family in Christ's love and members of LFA family, Tammy and Ryan. Tammy and Ryan, thank you so very much. For those kind, wonderful, beautiful words. And I know there's some things going on with Rumble right now. People can't seem to get on. Or people can't seem to watch the replays. I've experienced it myself. Um, so I do want to let you guys know that I am. Re I record every video. And I'm now, if the, if the live replay doesn't um, replay the way it's supposed to, I will always upload the recorded version of the show so that you and others will be able to watch it. I know that it's sometimes when you get on to press play, uh, you have to refresh a couple times to get the actual live video, if you're watching live, for it to come up, just so you know. But I've also started uploading them on Clout Hub now as well. Of course, we got Clout Hub, my website, Rumble. Um, I share them on Telegram and uh, where else? Um, and then pretty soon, of course, the digital TV uh, digital, digital TV places as well. So we're getting there, folks. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Sometimes I wish I could get it done a lot quicker, but you know, we're working in a world of uh, everything working against us, and we just got to keep smiling, keep trusting God, and keep pushing forward. And speaking of God, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is time that we turn our attention to God Almighty and read from uh, Jesus Calling which is the evening devotional from Jesus Calling, because I do have the morning and the evening version. And um, it, the what, what I like about this book, and I know some people are like, that's not the Bible, you shouldn't be reading that, you should be going right to the gospel. Well, we are going right to the gospel, because we're telling you where these devotionals are coming from. What I like about Jesus Calling is it takes somebody who might be just starting their journey with the Lord, and they're afraid to open the Bible because they don't understand it. It helps folks who are new, 
uh, in the path of, of, of walking with Christ. And it helps them say, oh yeah, you know what, I feel that way. Or you know what, I can relate to that. Let me go to that verse. And it just helps them navigate the Bible a little bit better. So, you know what I mean, we don't have to hate on these devotional books. They're good for what they are and they're good for who they're good for. And really they're good for everybody if they point you to the gospel. Okay? If they point you to the gospel. Oh, and by the way, before we start this, on the videos on Rumble, it does say like 12 seconds, 13 second videos. It's not the case. If they're, if they're uploaded right and they play, if you press play and get on them, they'll play. Sometimes it takes a few seconds for it to load in, but they will play. I, I, I've been talking to the technical support at Rumble and I'm like, look, we pay a lot of money for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I know you guys are new. Uh, but let's get it figured out, and we're working through it, folks. I just want to make sure that you always have an opportunity to watch the show, so I will always have the up the recorded version uh, for, for whoever who needs it. Anyway, let's get all that out of the way, let's push it aside, and let's put our love and our attention on God where it belongs, okay? June 7th, Year of Our Lord, 2021, and it says this, I am training you to depend on me, your strength. As you look to me, I make your feet like the feet of a deer. I lighten your load so much that you hardly notice the jagged rocks beneath your feet or the steepness of your ascent. Now, let's stop right there. When it says make your feet like a deer, when I first was reading this, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, it means it like stops you and, you know what I mean, like a deer in headlights? But that's not what he's talking about here. What, what this devotional is talking about is... You know how a deer is very silent in the woods? You cannot hear it break a stick. You, a deer can climb very steep, steep, jagged edges on mountains. They can walk through the forest without you hear because they're very light-footed. And that's what, he, that's what this is referring to. It says, I make your feet like the feet of a deer. I lighten your load so much that you hardly notice the jagged rocks beneath your feet or the steepness of your ascent. And before you know it, you are on the high places with me. And this is pulling from uh, Habakkuk 3.19, which says, The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of deer, and he enables me to go on the heights. That is Habakkuk 3.19. Also from Isaiah 40, 30, and 31. Isaiah 40, 30, and 31, which says, Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And before you turn out the light, commit your way to me. I enable you to go on the heights. I got to tell you, folks, today was one of those days where when I feel pain from you guys... Like if you guys can't get a show to work or, or there's something going wrong with, with, with what we're doing here and what we're, the, the change that we're trying to, to affect and stuff. Um, I literally have nowhere to go. Like when it comes to technical issues, if it's outside of the studio, I don't have any control over it. And I feel so helpless sometimes. And, and today was like a lot of days dropped to my knees and I said, Lord, Lord, you know what? I know that whatever's going on right now is, is your will. And I, and I always ask, I say, look, I can't do this alone. You know, I, I want to, I want to find ways to make the show more efficient and more accessible, Lord. And if that is your will, then please, you know, guide me and, and, and bring, uh, assistance and resources for me to be able to do that. Because I feel your pain and I can't stand it. I literally cannot stand when you guys are like, I, I need the show. I need the show. It's part of my day. I can't watch it. So I do whatever I can. And, uh, sometimes I just need the help of the Lord. 
Sometimes I just need the help of the Lord. Uh, which reminds me, folks, the, the, it looks like we don't have a lot of people watching. I don't know if those are problems with Rumble. But if you can, please get that video out there. Share that out and let people know that you're that, that we're on. And in your groups, your group pages are probably some of your most effective. All right, let's get to the Lord's Prayer. Because I can't think of a better thing to do when we all feel like we need help. Even when we don't need help. Giving our love and our honor to God. And saying the Lord's Prayer to Him before we start any event, celebration, work, anything is always a good idea. So, please say it with me. Join me in rejoicing in God's grace so that angels and God Himself can rejoice in heaven over our acknowledgement of heaven itself. <clears throat> Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lisa says, I'm addicted to your show. Well, you know what? As much as I like to hear you say that, probably not a good idea to be addicted to anything. You know what I'm saying? But I thank you. I know what you're saying, and I appreciate it. And I do want to let you guys know, I want to keep you guys on the up and up. I am leaving on vacation this Friday evening. I will, however, be able to do a show Friday day, and I'm going to try to do 5 o'clock shows while I'm on vacation. I won't be able to do two-a-days, because we'll be doing stuff with the kids all day, but if I can make it to do a 5 o'clock show, uh, I will do so, and I have the ability to go live on, on uh, back on YouTube. Ugh, gross. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> but I do have that ability, so I will try, but I leave this Friday afternoon. I just wanted you guys to know that. Now, are you ready for Live from America? Because here we go. Let's get ready to rumble the Supreme Court. We have not talked about the Supreme Court in quite a while. And the Supreme Court, the reason why we haven't talked about them in quite a while is because they seem to, I don't know, be not there. They seem to be not doing their job. They seem to be lacking in what President Trump put them there to do. Um, we finally have such a majority on the Supreme Court. You'd think, you would think, that we would be winning, 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 winning. You'd think we would have never lost the election had it been for the Supreme Court doing their job. Instead, states actually defied the Supreme Court's orders, like they did Justice Alito in Pennsylvania, and decided to do whatever they wanted to do anyway. Regardless, when the Supreme Court does something good, folks, when they do something good, we need to acknowledge it. So let's go ahead and do that, okay? It says... The Supreme Court today unanimously voting to not, I repeat, folks, not grant amnesty to illegal aliens with temporary protected status. You might see this abbreviated TPS, temporary, temporary protected status. Now, why we give temporary protected status to any illegal aliens, I don't know. Now, this does not referring to people that came here and stayed longer than their visa allowed them to. Because that is considered coming here legally, but staying past your welcome. This is only referring to illegal aliens who have come legally and then maybe got arrested for something, or maybe got turned in, but they're still here, and for some reason they didn't, didn't, they didn't just get a one-way bus ticket back to where they came, because you know in the Trump administration they did that, right? You're not supposed to be here. Bye-bye. But in the Biden administration, they don't do that. However, 
the Biden administration was pushing for these illegal aliens, and there there could be up to. And and what we're talking about is is illegal aliens um, applying to have citizenship, applying to get a green a green card. Okay, and the not like any illegal alien is really really that you know on the up and up where they're actually applying and doing things the legal way. If that was the case, then why wouldn't they have done the legal way to get here? Anyway, regardless, the Supreme Court did say that they were not going to allow amnesty to illegal aliens with any kind of temporary protected status. This is good news. The problem with this, though, is even though the Supreme Court did their job for once, ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration has told the the people that are coming over the southern border to go directly to the border agents so that the border agents can welcome them in legally, give them water, give them their mask, and then push them up out their way until they have some kind of court hearing or court date that says whether they can stay here or whether they can't. So now you have a majority of the people coming across the southern border not coming over illegally. Well, of course, we wouldn't know, right? We wouldn't know what that number is of people who actually get over. But what you're seeing is a major influx in these people walking up to the border uh, wall or wherever the border is and going to the agents themselves, the U.S. Customs agents themselves and saying, hey, we're here. We're running from some kind of oppression. We want to be here. Oh, okay, come on in. Then, then, ladies and gentlemen, they did not come illegally they are then um, qualified as being here legally temporarily until while they're waiting some kind of hearing so and that's what the biden administration is doing and and, and the fact that most of them are wearing biden shirts anyway i want to know who paid for those shirts i wish we had a i wish we had a reporter on the ground with these caravans so they, they could we could find out where these um shirts are coming from who's paying for them you know what i mean uh, i do want to stop real quick melissa says m gehandbag.com I'm assuming they're on the strong page America's strong page use promo code LFA and you get 15% off your order and I'll also donate 5% to LFA from those who use the code well thank you Melissa that's wonderful I appreciate that thank you very much thank you so very much I mean that's great that you do that for people um but anyway getting back to the story yes the Supreme Court did something good however the Biden administration is suggesting that these people come and turn themselves in and say, oh, I'm just here because I need help. And then they're here legally. So whatever we try to do when we try to get our little wins, you see the Democrats just come right over top of it and try to destroy it any way they can. So, you know, one one step forward, two steps back when you're under Democratic rule, it seems like. But we're not even legally under Democratic rule, so I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about that. Anyway, folks, moving on. Yes, OzFan says it's so ridiculous. And by the way, I see that you followed me on Clout Hub as well. And I like Clout Hub. I think it's actually pretty cool. Um, and apparently, I'm going to be talking to the owners of Clout Hub later this evening. And apparently, um, there's a way to be able to go live on there. So I'll be able to have another venue where I'll be able to go live as well. Let's give the Dumb Dumb Award. The very first Dumb Dumb Award today is going to go to Tony Fauci. I don't even have... Right in a swamp donkey bucket. I don't even have the common decency to call him Dr. Fauci anymore. I'm not giving him the title. I'm just not. Because doctors are people who help people. Doctors are people who diagnose people. Doctors are people who have patience. Doctors are people, you know what I mean, who got into the field to better humanity in some way, shape, or form. 
doctors don't go around lying about creating viruses that could kill off the entire population. Doctors don't lie about wearing masks just so they can assist Democratic governors and Democratic senators and Democratic House of Representative, um, uh, you know, people to, to, to further their narrative. So, Dr. Fauci does not get the title of doctor here on Live from America. So, we're going to call him Tony Fauci, or Anthony Fauci, or just Fauci, okay? So, Anthony Fauci, we find out more of his emails, folks, and this is why he gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Because he colluded, the emails show that he colluded, the swamp donkey himself, the swamp rat himself, colluded with other doctors, and colluded with other scientists in the World Health Organization and in his own division of the NIH to ban hydroxychloroquine by actually saying that it would do more harm than good. We now know, by the emails, that that is not true. We know that hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine works. And if you read some of the emails pertaining to this, it says, I would, he says, I would like to see all the studies of all of these doctors that are saying hydroxychloroquine works. Um, he says, and even though we don't know if it works or if we don't know if it helps in any way, shape or form, if we don't know this therapeutic works, um, I would like to see what other doctors, their data is on prescribing hydroxychloroquine. Okay, great. After that email came out, we had hundreds of doctors, hundreds of doctors. Do you remember Dr. Stella? I believe she's from Nigeria. We're going to play a little video here of her here in a minute. This is her reaction to Dr. Fauci's emails colluding with scientists and other doctors to ban hydroxychloroquine to basically not give Trump the win. But here's the worst part about what they did is they are so politically motivated to hurt Orange Man that they let how many tens of thousands of people die. If, if all these people, if 600,000 Americans actually died of COVID, which we know they didn't, but let's say in a hypothetical world they did. Let's say that 600,000 people in this hypothetical Woketopia Fauci land actually died of the virus. Then that would mean that 400,000 plus died because they weren't allowed to get hydroxychloroquine because the CDC, the WHO, and Doc, and, and excuse me, Anthony, Tony Fauci decided that you can't have it. The problem is, is that everybody who was given hydroxychloroquine, um, you know, very early in, 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 in getting any kind of symptoms or being asymptomatic, were all 100% fine. Not a single death from COVID from anybody who was taking hydroxychloroquine. So if you were, um, you know, if you were early in the stages, then you were fine. So let's play this video. <laughs> this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. And this is her saying, where's my apology? Basically, you owe me an apology. And she's 100% right. I agree with her 100%. Here we go. Check this out. From the media, I'm talking about CNN, CNBC, and all their like New York Times, and all those people that called me crazy from Hollywood. I mean, from people that sat around and made videos calling me crazy when I said hydroxychloroquine worked and we should not allow people to die. I'm talking about FDA, CDC, NIH. I'm talking about all of you, my colleagues, the ones that 
called me names that threatened to report me to the bots and all that stuff because I said hydroxychloroquine works. Now you have all these studies that are saying it works. What about the 500,000 plus people that have died? Who is going to be responsible for them? Somebody needs to get their behind suit so bad that they will not find a way out of where they'll be locked up because this is crazy. Even Joe Biden called me crazy. I demand an apology from every single one of you. Because when I said the truth, none of you listened. You people laughed at us, you people ridiculed us, you canceled us, and you allowed people to die. Y'all are so, not just, you are evil. This is from the media. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Stella, for being there when we needed a real doctor. Thank you, Dr. Stella, for telling us everybody that you prescribed hydroxychloroquine to that had COVID-19 felt better in a matter of days. Do you remember when President Trump caught Fauci virus? Remember when he went to the hospital? You remember when all of the, the media was, was, was saying that people should, they were just like coming down hard on the hospital for treating the president when that's what you're supposed to do? And he went in there and he took hydroxychloroquine and Regeneron. Remember that? Those are the two things that he said he took. And guess what? He wasn't out for a week. He wasn't out for two weeks. He wasn't out for four days. President Trump was out of the hospital in, what, two days? Back on the job? So now that we know that Fauci colluded with scientists and doctors through emails to ban hydroxychloroquine and not look at it any further, and we had all these frontline doctors coming out saying that it worked, and they were banned from social media. Twitter banned them. Facebook banned them. Then you had people like Late Night Talk Show hosts and Saturday Night Live making fun of this woman, Dr. Stella, who is an established, very, very intelligent uh, doctor who's done this for a very long time. And I remember back when she was going, when she was putting this statement out about hydroxychloroquine, she was saying, Dr. Fauci, you have never had a patient. You are not a doctor and you should not be speaking on how... Uh, prescriptions work. What we prescribe to patients to get rid of this virus, you are not to be, you can't talk on that. You might be able to talk about how viruses are created, uh, because, uh, why? Because you created one. You might be able to talk about how they mutate and how they spread, but who are you to talk about how we treat somebody based on if they get the Fauci virus or not? So big shout out to Dr. Stella and, you know, Fauci is falling fast. But like I said earlier on the 11 o'clock show, they're doing everything they possibly can, everything they possibly can to protect this man. And why? Because the longer they can hold on to this lie, the longer they can hold on to this lie, that means the longer that they can keep in relationship and do exactly what China tells them to do, and that means they can continue to push their crazy narrative of why we should be able to why we should federalize our elections why we should allow mail-in ballots because the threat of covid is out there so bad and i was talking to somebody at church yesterday about this and i said you know what's weird i told them about what i said on my show one time if if this if this virus was so bad then you would not need a 24 7 pr marketing campaign for a, an entire 15 months to tell you how bad it was and i said as a matter of fact if we did not have news if we did not have these fake news outlets and these big tech media, we wouldn't even know it existed. Nobody would know it existed. Now, don't you think that a virus that is so deadly that they think that they say is so deadly, if it was as bad as they say it was, if it was as bad as the fear mongering says it was, I'd be the first in line to say, give me that jab. Give me that jab. 
But the fact of the matter is it never was, it isn't now, and it never will be. But it benefits the pol- the politics of the left. So big shout out to Dr. Stella, because she was always on point with that. And she was the one ahead of the pack saying, you guys are liars. And now she can't say you guys are liars. Now she can say, you owe me an apology. Okay? Let's go ahead and give the second dumb, dumb award of the day. And I can't think of anybody more deserving. Even over Doc... Well, I almost said it again. I almost said it again. Even over Tony Fauci. This award goes to Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Mrs. Cackle herself. Why? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me just show you. Let me just show you why this lady gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Because you know what? She's not loved in America. She wasn't loved by her own party. And she sure as heck isn't loved by the people of Guatemala. Let's go ahead and transition this over. Protesters greet Kamala Harris in Guatemala with Kamala, go home, and Trump one sign. So let's go through these a little bit. This is on the Gateway Pundit. Shout out to the Gateway Pundit. Love those guys over there. Great friends. So there it is. There's one sign. Kamala. Trump won. <laughs> Kamala Harris flew to Guatemala this... I wish it said Guantanamo Bay this past weekend to discuss the Biden administration's open border crisis. Okay? Kamala wants to blame hurricanes, global warming, and Trump for the record surge in illegals and fake refugees flooding to the U.S. border. That is insulting and Americans know better. But anyway, let's move down here. Here's, here's some right here. Look at this. Check this out. Kamala, go home. Kamala, mind your business. And then over here, Trump won. <laughs> let's scroll down here and see some more. Look at this one. We're not against... Kamala Harris's diplomatic visit, but rather her interference and blackmail in return for aid, said Society in Action, a group of 20 which calls itself the Real Civil Society in a protest with the Veterans Association outside the Air Force Base of Guatemala. Ladies and gentlemen, she's not welcome. Her and Joe Biden are not welcome. And do you want to know why they're not welcome? It has nothing to do with their politics. It has nothing to do with what side they represent. It has nothing to do with the Democratic Party. I mean, I guess in a whole it does. Okay? The reason why the world doesn't like Joe Biden and the world doesn't like Kamala Harris and why the world does no longer respect the United States of America and why the Middle East is is, is erupting again and why China feels like they can eat our lunch is because they don't respect Corn Pop. They don't respect the hair on his legs. They don't respect his sniffer, and they don't respect the fact that he likes 12-year-olds all the way down to 2-year-olds to sit on his lap so he can pretend they're 19-year-old girls who cross their legs. Mm. They don't respect him. They don't respect Kamala Harris. And the reason why they don't respect them is because they know the same thing you know, the same thing that I know, and the same thing that we will be vindicated of, which is they stole a presidential election and removed a duly elected president from the White House so that they could clamor on to power and money along with the uh, big tech and fake news outlets. They all work together, and they stole the election. And everybody knows it. The only ones who don't seem to know it is little, little ankle biter Chris Wallace and... All of the, uh, you know, the Rachel Maddows and the Don Lemons and the Chris Cuomos, 
They don't, they don't seem to know it, but yet the entire rest of the world knows it. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're fired. <laughs> Everybody knows it. And Kamala Harris, nobody wants you in their country. Nobody here wants you in their state. As a matter of fact, they need to get one of these buttons. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And that's why I think, folks, that when it's found out that President Trump actually won the election, when the Arizona audit comes out, when the Georgia audit comes out, when the Pennsylvania audit comes out, when the Wisconsin audit comes out, when apparently North Carolina, even though he won there, they're, they want to do an audit now. When all these forensic audits get done, and it clearly shows that Joe Biden did not win the presidency, they did not get 81 million votes. I mean, just look at, look at when President Trump goes somewhere. Look when he went to North Carolina this weekend. He had people lining the streets, lines of people to see him. Look what happens when Kamala Harris or Joe Biden go anywhere. The only people that you see are Trump supporters holding signs or their thumbs down saying, you cheated, go home. It even happens in other countries. All right? So they are so weak and so disrespected around the world, and the world knows what they did, that I think President Trump will not have to run for president again. And I don't even think that he'll have to take the speakership, even though I would like to see that. And we talked about that on the 11 o'clock show. If you missed the 11 o'clock show, the recorded version is up now. Even though I'd like to see that, I think we're going to see something that we've never seen before. Because this has never happened before. I'm not talking about a steal. I'm talking about a reveal the steal. That has never happened before. And we're going to see things that we've never seen before in light of the fact that this is because of something never happening before. So hold on to your boots, ladies and gentlemen. Tie them up tight. Make sure you got your rain jacket on because it's about to get ugly. Not for us. All we got to do is keep doing what we're doing and not let up. Keep our foot on the gas, 100 miles an hour. And I promise you, we will see the fruits of our labor. I promise you. Moving on, I've given away two Smarty Awards, so it's only right that I give a, I mean, I give two Dum Dum Awards, only right that I give today's Smarty Awards. So, who's it going to be? Somebody you're not expecting. Today's Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America goes to Mayor Javier Villalobos. Javier Villalobos. You might ask yourself, who is Javier Villalobos? Big shout out to Amanda Collins, by the way. Love you, girl. Who is Javier Villalobos? Well, folks, he is the new mayor who's just been elected mayor of McAllen, Texas. I was in McAllen when we went down to the border. I'm very familiar with the layout of McAllen, the population of McAllen, and the location of McAllen. And I had a great time while I was there. Here's the thing. Javier Villalobos is a conservative. 85% of the population in McAllen, Texas is Hispanic. And they just ousted a Democratic mayor and elected a conservative mayor all because they are sick and tired of the illegal immigration flooding into the streets of McAllen, Texas. This is big news, folks. This is showing, on a small scale, a shift that's starting to happen. A shift that's starting to take place. As a matter of fact, just on CNN over the weekend, remember the girl who used to work for Fox, and then she jumped ship and went to CNN, became a liberal, blonde-haired girl, can't remember her name, don't care? Nobody 
anyway, she had a panel of liberal women on there, all who had vaccine hesitancy. These are not Trump supporters. They were not Trump supporters. This was live. I don't think CNN expected this because their panel of guests all said that the reason that they don't want to take the vaccine, all of them had a different reason, but it was all connected to the lies of the Democrats, the lies of Tony Fauci, and the lies coming from the left and the WHO, and the problems that we've seen that have come out of taking the the, uh, Fauci virus vaccine. More people have died from this vaccine in the past seven months than in the past 20 years of all vaccines combined. So there you go. And CNN was like, well, wait a minute, what, 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 no, no, this is not going the way we want it to go, no, 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 I could see CNN now, I, uh, uh, the, Jeff Zucker was probably, <laughs> he was so mad, please get him off, get him off, we're starting to wake up, folks, and when I say we, I don't mean we as in conservatives, I mean we as a country, we as independents, we as common sense You know, just regular, everyday, average, red, white, and blue Americans who may not have liked Donald Trump, but they're seeing what's going on. And for and for the first time in a long time, McAllen gets a conservative mayor because they are sick and tired of their streets being overrun. They're a border town. But guess what? You're a border town. I'm a border town. Everywhere's a border town as long as there's tens of thousands, if not millions of people coming into this country illegally. So, ladies and gentlemen, big shout-out to Javier Villalobos. Big shout-out to McAllen, Texas, for going, hey, we can't have this, and voting the other way. All right, the Arizona forensic audit. You guys ready for an update here? Check this out. Oh, Twinkle2010 says, I'm I'm Hispanic, but came in legally and against illegal immigration. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You... I almost said you people, (laughs) but yeah, you people, meaning the people that did it the right way, that understand the, the, the value of becoming an American citizen the right way. You people, not racist, are inspiring to me. You are inspiring to other Americans and we gladly open the door to what we were uh, so lucky to have been born in. By the grace of God, we'll gladly open the door for people that want to come here like that. So big shout out to you. You inspire me. And that's the kind of stuff we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, moving on, let's talk about the Arizona Forensic Audit. Guess what day? Oh, this is... I, I, <laughs> I got goosebumps. Ready? Here we go. Guess what day the Arizona Audit is going to be finished? I'll give you a second. Because I know there's a delay here. I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. I want to see if you guys know what day the Arizona Forensic Audit is going to be finished and what's the significance of that day. I'll go ahead and tell you. Ready? Here we go. The Arizona Forensic Audit will be done on June 14th. June 14th is a very special day for a lot of reasons. And I think we're, I think this is symbolic here. Okay. Check it out. June 14th is the day that the forensic audit will be done, but it's also the birthday of President Trump. It is also Flag Day, and it is also the day in 1775 that all of our military branches were put together as an assembly of the Navy, the Marines, the Army, all of it together as our armed forces. So we got Trump's birthday. 
We got Flag Day. We got 1775, June 14th, and when our armed forces were created. And symbolically enough, that is going to be the day that we release the forensic audit of Maricopa County, Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, President Trump. Happy birthday, President Trump. Happy birthday, you were vindicated. Happy birthday, President Trump. I can't wait for that day. I'm probably going to get cake that day. And I'm probably going to put President Trump's age on that cake. And I'm probably going to sing happy birthday to him and blow out the candles in celebration for what we find. Because I can tell you right now, with all certainty, with every fiber of my being, that they're not going to come out with that audit and say, eh, we found nothing. (laughs) No way are they going to come out and say, eh, we found nothing. So, I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's keep all eyes on June 14th and then beyond. Are you guys excited? Are you not excited? Give me a rumble. Get down there and click that plus sign and give me a rumble. Let's make it rumble through the world, ladies and gentlemen, the things that we are accomplishing. We are making a difference. Life from America is making a difference. David Harris Jr. is making a difference. Mike Lindell and my pillow, that company and that, that, that leader of that company, they're making a difference. Diamond and Silk are making a difference. Terrence K. Williams is making a difference. Bryson Gray is making a difference. Scott Pressler is making a massive, huge difference. The Hodge twins are making a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, all of us working together in tandem like this, all on the same page, we're making a massive difference, and we are winning. We are winning. It doesn't feel that way because of Dippy in the White House, but we are winning. And I'm just so excited about that. I look at the glass half full rather than that glass half empty. And I'm sure you guys all do too. God bless America. Woo, I'm getting all heated up in here. Bongino is making a difference. How could I forget Dan Bongino, the man right now? Okay, what's his new show? Unfiltered. Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, they're all making a difference. They are. Ben Berkwam is making a difference. OAN, Newsmax and Real America's Voice News, they're making a difference. And the best is yet to come. Will Johnson, exactly, making a difference. I tell you, man, don't want to get all of us together in one big event. Ooh, don't want to put a Freedom Fest together and have every single one of us there. Ooh, shout out Dave Bray USA, by the way. All right, speaking of President Trump. He was on a radio show, of which you might know the host, Wayne Allen Root. Root? Root? I don't know how you say his last name correctly. But remember what we talked about on the 11 o'clock show today? And again, if you have not seen the 11 o'clock show, go back and watch the recorded version. It's uploaded right next to the live version. It didn't seem to work for whatever reason on the replay. But we talked about the three different paths for President Trump to get back to the White House. And just to let me bring you up to speed, those three different paths are... We find out that President uh, that uh, President Trump actually won and that Joe Biden didn't, and those states decertify those electoral college votes, and we can't find out who they actually were supposed to go to, even though we actually know, but they can't prove it, and then both people are under 270, and it kicks back to the states. The states choose a president, in which case President Trump wins, just like we were talking about on January 20th, and he gets back in there. That's one way. Never happened before at this stage where a president gets removed, but we'll see. The other is President Trump winning, running and winning in 2024. The other, as you now know, 
And as we've been talking about, it's been going a little bit of rumor that's been going on for a while that's actually catching steam. Yes, Steve Bannon is making a difference. How did I forget Steve Bannon? Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I get sidetracked when I see some social media stuff going on. Okay, so the other path is President Trump actually becomes the Speaker of the House if Republicans take over the House in 2022. He does not have to be a representative in order to be Speaker of the House. He can be voted on by the Republican Party. He can just whoop right into the Speaker House and say, Nancy, Nancy, that gavel that you've been slamming down over and over again, I'm going to need that. Give me the gavel, sweetheart. Give me the gavel. Stretch face, arm strong right now. Don't make me come down there and get the gavel because I will. Okay? I will. He could do that. And if we get two-thirds in the Senate, if we have a wipeout, if we have a red wave major wipeout, and we get two-thirds in the Senate too, then we could impeach both of them, and then the Speaker of the House becomes president, and he can run again in 2024. Regardless, that notion of that happening actually excites President Trump. Because we all know that President Trump has a vendetta personality. He has a revenge personality. Now, now as Christians, we're not supposed to have a revenge personality, but President Trump does have one. And when somebody's fighting for you, it's kind of nice that he does have that, right? So let me play for you what President Trump said to Wayne Allen Root. Okay? Let's bring this up on the screen here. Someday, I will get a producer to do all of this stuff for me. Think about that. All right, here we go. Wayne Allen Root talking to President Trump about the possibility of that third path that I just spoke of. Here we go. Why not, instead of just waiting for 2024, and I'm hoping you run in 2024, but why not, why not run in 2022 for the United States Congress, a House seat in Florida, win big, lead us to a dramatic landslide victory, taking the House by 50 seats, and then you become the Speaker of the House, lead the impeachment of Biden, and start criminal investigations against Biden. You'll wipe him out for his last two that's years, so, and then so you'll be president. Do it. You Do know, it. it's very interesting. You'll be a folk so hero. You'll be a folk hero. Uh, and and people, have said, people have said, run for the Senate. Okay, run for the Senate. But you know what? Your idea might be better. It's very interesting. Your idea might be better. It's very interesting. President Trump would like no more than to walk down to Nancy Pelosi's office. She puts on her mask real quick because her face is on the floor because she's had so many, you know, facelifts. Hold on! Double mask up real quick. Yes! Opens the door, President Trump goes, You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That would be... That would be amazing. And we'd all know that President Trump would love to do that. That's why he thinks that's so interesting. But the fact that it could happen, the fact that it's a possibility, excites me, right? That's some political excitement. I want to see that happen. I want to see that happen more than I want to see any of the other ways happen. That would be like the dream way that President Trump goes back in there, gets the rest of this time, and can run for 2024 again. Come on, man. Come on, man. Folks, folks, come on, man. True national president. I, somebody said I'd pay a week's salary to see that. Listen, I would live under a bridge for six months to see that. I am not lying. I would pay anything to see that. So anyway, like he said, somebody says, he says, some people say I should run for Senate, but I like your idea a lot more. Oh, so do I. You're fired. <laughs> oh, man. Double masked up and everything. All right. A good example of how we win as conservatives when we dig our feet in. 
I have been saying this since before the election. I've been talking about the Grand New Party since before the election because I could see that the Republican Party has always been and will always be weak without somebody like President Trump and without that determination and grit to stick together and fight like the Democrats do. I've seen that for a long time. Okay? I'm sure you have too. And I've been saying this for a long time. If we do what, if we take a play out of their playbook, we will never be beat. That's why I created the America Strong tab on JeremyHerald.com so businesses could be on there so you guys could go search through those businesses to shop with them rather than shopping somewhere else because we'll keep our money together, we'll keep our thoughts together, we'll stay on the same page and we'll crush it, right? Well, here's a good example of how we win when we dig our heels in. And this example comes from no one better than Ron DeSantis once again. I know I've been praising this guy a lot lately, but hey, he's got he's got the he's got it all, man. He's got exactly what President Trump has, Ron DeSantis has. So, Here's a perfect example. The cruise ship industry. Now, the cruise ship industry and Ron DeSantis have been going back and forth for the better part of three weeks. The cruise ship industry wants to work with the WHO and the CDC, and they want everybody to mask up, and they want everybody to wear vaccine passport, have vaccine passports. That's what, the, that's what the cruise industry wanted. Ron DeSantis said, nope, not happening. Now, if you remember this, and I, and I challenge you to go back and find the video. Two weeks ago, I did a show where I told you that if Ron DeSantis digs his heels in right here, up against this cruise ship company, which brings $8 billion worth of revenue to the state of uh, Florida, that Ron DeSantis would win. That, that uh, the cruise ship company would not be able to hold out. Those of you who watch the show twice a day probably remember me saying this. Okay, I told you that who would win out of that fight would be the state of Florida. Ron DeSantis would beat the cruise ship industry if he just dug in and did not give in to their threats of lawsuits and and bringing you know protesters down and having all the people in the streets and crying and whining and doing all the other stuff that Democrats always do. Nobody cares. And I said that Ron DeSantis would win. Why? Because the state of Florida can hold out a lot longer losing that $8 billion than the cruise ship industry can. If the cruise ship industry doesn't make that $8 billion or $7 billion or $6 billion or $5 billion or $4 billion, they're done for good. Florida could lose the cruise ship industry for a whole year and be fine. They'd lose jobs, of course. Some people would get laid off, of course. But the fact of the matter is, Ron DeSantis would have won. Well, ladies and gentlemen... Just like Coca-Cola, just like Disney, just like everybody who ends up walking back their statements after they realize that the conservatives are the ones with the power because we're the ones with the money because we're the ones that buy everything because we're the ones that work. Then they would realize, well, the cruise ship industry over the weekend decided, you know what, we back off. We are going to back off this whole COVID passport thing. You win. Nobody needs a COVID passport to come onto a cruise ship. You win, Ron DeSantis. Let's open it back up and let's get back to business. Boom. Now, I know there's people here that go, please don't take Ron DeSantis away and have him run with Trump. Or be- We want to keep Ron DeSantis in Florida. You know what? I feel I feel for you, man. I feel for you. But we want some of Ron DeSantis, too, you guys. You guys got too good of a governor down there. You don't get- we're we're, we're going we're gonna to spread the love here like the Democrats spread the wealth. We want some of that love, too. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Whatever Ron DeSantis decided to do, I'd, I'd back him. If he decided to stay in Florida, stay in Florida. The fact of the matter is he beat the cruise ship company. He dug his feet in. He wins. They lose. Case closed case closed and that's a good example folks of how we can win 
at everything that we try to do when it, when we go up against the left. We can win at everything because we just have to dig our heels in and work together. All right? Boy, I see the numbers jumping all over the place on Rumble. 5,100 to 4,200 to 4,800. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully people are having a uh, not having a hard time watching the show. All right. I'm going to leave you with two pieces of good news, and then we're going to end the show. The first, you know how the Secretary of State, Blinken, I think that's his name, he's going to fly the pride, he's going to fly the LGTBQZ alphabet next time, won't you sing with me flag, all over the uh, all over the embassies, all over the world of the Secretary of State buildings? Well, the Department of Defense decides not to do that. The Department of Defense, see, there's still some good people in our government. The Department of Defense came out with a statement saying that they will not be sharing the Secretary of State's perspective on flying the LGBTQ flag for Pride Month because it will not allow any flag to fly alongside the U.S. flag that does not belong there. Thank God somebody in our government, in the Department of Defense, has a little bit of gray matter left between their ears and doesn't want a virtue signal the way the rest of the Pentagon and, and the Secretary of State and the Vice Presidents and the Presidents and all this. It, it's amazing to me how far we have fallen as a society. It's amazing to me how far that we've fallen from the greatness that America once was just a couple years ago to now going oh, and having blue, Blue's Clues transsexuals on there and singing about transvestites to kids and yay we're having a good old day and it's just... It's, it's mind-blowing to me how fast the left can destroy and screw up everything they touch. It's, it's mind-blowing to me. And what's even more mind-blowing to me is the fact that people buy that stuff. They buy it, and they, and they, and they buy right into it, and they, say, and they spew the same old CNN regurgitated propaganda that you hear uh, when, every time you turn on and, and watch something we do with Biden or this administration. They're just nuts. They're nuts. But thank God for the Department of Defense for saying, no, we're not doing that. So there's a piece of good news. And here's some more good news. The FDA has now approved a drug called Aduhelm. Never heard of it before, actually. Did some studying on it. It sounds pretty good. Okay? Now, now, while I don't agree with the FDA a lot, especially when it comes to the Fauci virus vaccine, the FDA approved this drug called Aduhelm. And this is the first new drug that has been approved for Alzheimer's in over 20 years. I would be willing to bet that a good portion of you that are watching right here have somebody in your family or know somebody or had somebody that suffers from Alzheimer's disease. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in over 20 years, we get a new drug called Aduhelm, and this is supposed to, this is supposed to contribute heavily in reversing the effects of Alzheimer's disease. This is amazing, folks. This is great news. And it comes a week after I reported to you that the Scottish Scottish scientists and doctors found a way to isolate cancer cells and put a Trojan horse in there for them and kill them from the inside out and not damage any other tissue or organs around that cancer cell. So think about this. In two weeks... We've got these amazing breakthroughs to help people and to help further society and help get people away from suffering. And we have a drug that's now been approved for the first time in over 20 years for Alzheimer's called Aduhelm. And we have Scottish scientists figuring out how to beat cancer. And that is not the top story. We're talking about aliens and 
illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, and those aliens, and Oreos, and everything else, <laughs> that's what we're talking about? We can't talk about the greatness that's happening in this world. We have to talk about the ridiculous, stupid stuff that's happening in this world just to grab a headline. And at this time, I would like to thank God Almighty. Thank you, Lord in heaven, for giving us the ability to actually use science to help humanity rather than to hurt humanity. Lord, thank you for those people who have Alzheimer's, who have uh, the early stages of cancer, that there is hope out there for them. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much, Lord. And, and, and in this world of confusion and chaos and fog and, and political rhetoric, Lord, we thank you for getting these stories out there so that we the people can take this truth and spread it to those who it will benefit. In Jesus' name, amen. Right? Right, folks? Come on, man. I mean, this, this, this kind of stuff should be all over the news. We should be celebrating so much of this stuff that's going on, but yet we sit here and we talk about what? What? Blows my mind. Actually blows my mind. Hmm. But anyway, everybody, speaking of that, I would like to say thank you for watching Live from America. Make sure you always go to jeremyherald.com. Check it out once every other day for updates of where we're going on tour and when we're going to be there. Updates of new businesses that are added to the America Strong page. If you need to listen to podcasts or watch old videos, go on there. And please, if you haven't yet, click the donate button. Become a monthly donor, $1, $5. Enough people do that. It's a major difference, and we can take the next steps to grow the show. Because I know, just like you want it, I want to see this show get bigger and bigger. It'll help more people, it'll spread the gospel more, and it'll spread truth. So thank you guys very much, and remember, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways. But guess what? There is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great evening. And I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time from New Hampshire for some more Live from America. Until then, have a great evening. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your life. And thank God.